everybody, I'm Beth Davis and welcome back to Teachable Tuesday. If you were here last week, you heard the big announcement that we're doing something brand new for Teachable Tuesday for the next few months. I can't wait to share it with you. If you missed it, no worries. I'll catch you up. Let's pray. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Come Holy Spirit. Lord, we breathe in your presence. We breathe in your spirit. Refresh us in this time together, Lord. We can't help but be refreshed in your presence, in your word. So I ask that you would pour out a spirit of refreshment upon each and every person watching, listening, reading along. Bless and anoint, heal and protect them. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Guys, gals, we introduced last week a brand new kind of Teachable Tuesday. I really felt the Lord inviting us to study the Word. Not to kind of cherry-pick verses, which has been beautiful, and, and, and apply them to our lives, but instead to kind of reverse engineer it, to read the word and apply our lives to the word, that the word would be the benchmark, that the word would be the authority. And so as I've been praying for you and praying for Teachable Tuesday for a new direction for months, the Lord downloaded this beautiful invitation to stay with him, to remain with him in the word particularly in the Gospels, that we would really see the face of Christ, hear the voice of Christ in a new way, in a fresh way. And so I'm inviting you to read the Gospel of John with me. I introduced this last week, uh, talked a little bit about John chapter 1, and then invited you to read along with me. For a week, I would love for you to read the Gospel of John just one chapter a week. But here's the kicker. I want you to read that one chapter a week every single day of the week. We're really going all in on what the Lord is doing and saying and showing us in one chapter. So for a week, I hope that you have been walking with us through the Gospel of John chapter one. And we're gonna stay there today. We're going to stay in John chapter 1. So if you've been reading along, I'd love to hear your takeaways from John chapter 1. What's the Lord been revealing to you through his word? Leave that in the comments uh, on our website, on YouTube, on Instagram. I check all of them and I literally, I just cry reading these beautiful insights. You show me another side of the face of God. So please hop in there and share what the Lord is revealing to you every week in John chapter one, John chapter two next week, and on and on. And this new direction for Teachable Tuesday is really uh, a fruit of a deeper work that the Lord has been doing in my own heart. That's why it was so easy to recognize because it lines up with what God has already been asking of me this year. You see, this year, he asked me to really go all in with him, in discipline, in consistency. So he's asked me to do a few things regularly. That means daily mass, which I already had a practice, okay, but that was my commitment that I'm gonna go to mass every single day. 
and confession, right? I, I, I would go every other week, I would go about every two weeks when I felt ripe, you know the feeling. <laughs> but the Lord asked me, let's go once a week. I want you to go to confession once a week. If Pope Saint John Paul II and Padre Pio went to confession once a week, surely I need confession once a week. So there again is another little commitment that the Lord was asking of me. And then another invitation uh, to go make a desert day once a month. This came through a very dear priest friend who said, Beth, come on, you can't be saving your time away with the Lord for once a year or every other year. You need to set apart time and go out, go away with him into the desert once a month. So the Lord's been asking me to stay with these commitments, to go a little bit deeper, to lean into consistency with him and to be obedient. And so when he asked us to read one chapter a week, every single day of the week, that lines up, right? So that's what I'm inviting you into. I'm inviting you to read and pray with us. Now, let me tell you a little bit about the desert day that the Lord has been inviting me into once a month. It's on my mind because I just went on Saturday. You see, I went through my calendar and for a year, this was in 2021, I wrote out a Saturday once a month that I would go away into the desert to be with Jesus. Now, I'm very lucky to be able to do that because I already live here in the desert. But I actually get in my car, I drive about an hour out of town and I go to a monastery called Our Lady of Solitude and I pray there in the literal desert, <laughs> this desolate, wide open, quiet place with the poor Claire's, God bless them. And I just go and sit in their chapel and it feels very much like, uh, I feel very connected to one of my patrons and, and best heavenly friend, St. John the Baptist, every time I go out into the desert. I, I go out to be refreshed, to be purified, uh, to have a clear vision of the mission. I go out and in the spirit of St. John the Baptist, I, I leave behind the things of the world and I go out to be clearer in my mission to proclaim the gospel, to proclaim the coming kingdom. So St. John the Baptist, we talked about him last week, if, if you were listening. I, I noticed that in John chapter one, St. John the Baptist repeats himself. And it kind of made me chuckle at first, right? He points out to his disciples, the men who had been following him, he says, behold, here is the Lamb of God. And then again, look, here is the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. But you know, St. John the Baptist wasn't the only one who repeats himself in the scriptures. We see another sentiment, another sentence repeated in the Gospel of John chapter one. And Jesus is the first one to say this. Jesus is uh, coming through the town, making his way, and when John points him out to his disciples, this is John 1, 39, his disciples come and, and follow Jesus, and they ask him, teacher, where are you staying? And what does Jesus say? I know you've heard this before, John 1, 31. He says, come and see. Come and see. And then, about 10 verses later, we hear one of his disciples echo the very same words to a friend, come and see. He's inviting a friend to come and to encounter Jesus just as he had. 
So I'm making a case here for repetition. Well, it seems the Holy Spirit is making a case here for repetition, for looking again, for staying with, for remaining in, for allowing the Lord to say something new where we've already heard it before. You know, in fact, can we pick on that word new for a second? I feel like there's a real temptation to be finding something new. We, we kind of are consumers in that way, even in the spiritual life. We always want a new word. We want God to do something new. We read in scripture that, see, I'm doing something new. And we think, what could it be, right? But new doesn't necessarily mean different. New just means never been done before, never been seen before. And I believe we're going to see something new every time we read the gospel. Every time you read that one chapter a day, every day for a week, you're going to see something new, something that you read yesterday, something that you saw yesterday, and yet you didn't see it that way before. You didn't notice it before. It didn't touch your heart that way yesterday. We're going to allow the Lord to do something new, something we've never seen before every single day in the same gospel. We're making a case here for repetition. We're really following in the example of St. John the Baptist and, and the disciple, particularly Philip, who repeats the words of Jesus. We're repeating every day, coming to the word, reading the word, the same chapter, even if it felt dry, it didn't hit, nothing stuck out. We're gonna go back the next day. We're gonna sit down again and we're gonna read and repeat and allow the Lord to do something new, to give us fresh eyes where we didn't see before. So that's what I'm asking of you in two things really this week in regards to reading John here with us. I wanna ask you to remain and to repeat. To remain and to repeat. These are our words or sentiments that we see again and again in John chapter one, to remain. This has been one of the greatest fruits of my experience with my new spiritual director is she asks me to remain with something. My temptation would be uh, to look for the new thing, right? To go after the next thing, to want a new image, a, a new scripture, some kind of new encouragement. But she asks me, no, what's the Lord showing you? What's he saying? What's he's doing? Stay with that one thing. Go deeper with that one thing. We see that with the apostle Andrew, right? He remains with Jesus. The, the scripture says that after Jesus invited him in verse 39, he said, come and see. They came and saw where he was staying and they remained with him that day. So I'm asking you to remain in the word, to remain like St. Andrew, the apostle remained with Jesus before he went out and did anything fantastic or impressive for the gospel, before he ever became an evangelist, a preacher, before he ever invited his brother, he remained with Jesus. And the same is true for you and I. We can't go out and do before we be. <laughs> I know grammatically that doesn't really work, but you hear what I'm saying, I hope, right? We can't go and do without first learning to be with the Lord. We remain with him. And that's why I'm asking you to remain with me, to remain in the word in one chapter a day next week in John chapter two. And secondly, I want to invite you to repeat, <laughs> to repeat, to actually repeat the words of Jesus. Come and see. 
We see this example uh, with the apostle, with Philip, who goes and encounters his friend Nathaniel. And it was Kelsey who brought this to my attention this morning that Philip could have felt this pressure to go and to have some great testimony, to have the right words, to have something impressive or appealing to say, to really sell Jesus to Nathaniel. But instead, he just simply repeats the words of Jesus. Come and see. Come and see for yourself. Because here's the thing, friend. Your testimony is not going to save someone else. Jesus is the only one who can save someone else. So I just want to release you from that pressure that it's not all up to you. But as you remain in the word, you'll actually begin to speak like Jesus. You'll talk like him. You'll look like him. You'll sound like him. Your love will feel like him in the world. You'll say to someone, come and see, so that they can encounter Jesus personally, uniquely, individually, receive that love that Jesus has for them. I want you to repeat the words of Jesus in a very real way this week. I want you to invite someone to join us on this journey through John, the Gospel of John. I want you to say to a friend, come and see. Come and read this Gospel with me for the next like four months. Come and, and walk with me. I, this has been unfolding for me in my own life too as the Lord invited me to make a desert day once a month. Uh, after maybe the second month, the Lord started putting someone on my heart to invite with me every single month. And just yesterday, I invited a dear friend to go into the desert with me. And you know, I know the Lord blessed her and spoke to her heart and, and revealed beautiful things and loved on her. But guess what? Walking with Justine into the desert and driving home with her blessed me tremendously. The Lord showed me his love. I heard his voice through her experience of the desert. And I want that for you too. So to go and to repeat the words of Jesus, come and see to someone. And then to have that person to walk with, to share with uh, the insights, the questions, the journey with for these next four months. I want that for you too. So remain in the word. Make a commitment right now to remain with Jesus in the gospel of John. Even if you get behind, even if you miss a day, don't give up that commitment. Remain with him. Remain with us through the gospel of John and repeat the words of Jesus. Come and see. Invite a friend today. Tag somebody right now. Hey, do you want to do this with me? You don't have to actually say come and see, but it might be kind of fun. You know, let's actually start quoting Jesus. Let's actually start taking him at his word. You know, I shared, maybe it was last week, I, I just recently did a fast called the Daniel Fast. And I began to eat only uh, certain things and, and to fast from these other food groups. And something interesting happened. I'm sure you've had this experience too, that the more I ate fruit and vegetables and nuts and whole grains and healthy oils, the more I fasted from sugar and dairy and gluten and meat, I actually started to crave the things I was eating every day. And I'm not that creative, right? So it's like for 22 days, I had a brown rice cake with almond butter. But as the, as the fast went on, I started to crave that brown rice cake with almond butter in the morning we begin to crave the things that we consume regularly. You might think, I'll get bored reading the same thing every day. 
I, I won't be satisfied. I, I need something new, but stay with it and your taste buds will actually change. Your heart and soul will gravitate toward that what has been nourishing and you will be nourished by the word of God. So friend, come and see with me. Come and see who Jesus is. Hear his voice afresh. See his face anew in the gospel. And, and I promise your life will never be the same. Let's pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord, thank you that you're here. Thank you for your love. Thank you for repeating yourself for us. For being uh, so patient. Lord, thank you for walking with us. Literally, God becoming flesh and just walking on the earth and inviting us to walk with you. I sense that invitation today to just walk. We don't have to run. We don't have to sprint, but to just fall in step and walk beside you. Grant us the grace to walk with you. And I even see the Lord extending a hand just to hold your hand and to walk with you. He wants to be with you. Lord, thank you for this invitation. Thank you in advance for all the ways that we'll encounter your heart in your word. We love your word, Jesus. We love you. We pray these things in your most holy and precious name, Jesus Christ. Amen. In the name of the Father, of the Son, of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Friends, I am so excited and I'm so grateful to God for Kelsey, for Jenna, who I talked to this morning and shared their takeaways that kind of shaped what the Lord wanted me to share this morning. You see, when you invite a friend to walk with you, you will be blessed abundantly, a hundredfold, as they say. All right, see you next week. God bless you. Bye. Guys, do not forget to share your takeaways with me. Okay.